everybody this is it it's september 14th tuesday september 14th 2021 if you haven't been playing along at home today is a big day for me the people of california the people of the united states and thus the people of the world that's right the california recall election is today as you know, I've already voted, my team has already voted, many of my friends have already voted, a lot of other people have already voted. I suspect some people have voted more than once. I suspect some people have already mailed in their ballot and will still vote. But shenanigans aside, today is actually a huge day, I think, in the present and the history of the United States of America. Obviously, I'm supporting Larry Elder, we don't have to go through all the stuff that you guys know already about why I love the guy and why I think he's the right answer. You already got all that stuff. I'm gonna show you some of the media hit pieces in just a moment to, to really exemplify how hardcore they're going against him on top of the fact that old Joe Biden showed up yesterday and a bunch of other things. Um, but there is a chance today, there is a chance I'm not saying it's a good chance, although I actually do think that it is in my heart of hearts. I think there's such, such on the ground support that the media will never cover that this does feel a little bit to me like Trump 2016, but has the machine just learned better on how to destroy people? Has the, have the algorithms and the way they can manipulate the news, thus manipulating people and manipulate votes and all of those things, has that all gotten so much stronger in our faces that it will make it impossible? Perhaps. And perhaps it would be purely legit and he would lose, but I, I have faith that it can be possible. And it's like, man, if we could do this today here in California, what a signal we could send across America and then the world, right? Like what a signal it would be to say we defeated one of their worst authoritarian, progressive, blue nightmares. One of the guys who destroyed one of the greatest states in America, one of the biggest economies in the world, not just for a state, but for a country. It has a huge, huge economy, California, bigger than most countries, that's the point. And he's decimated it, and you know all the reasons, and we could send a signal that could go across the world right now and say the people can fight back. Maybe it can happen, maybe it can happen. So obviously we're gonna start with all of that stuff and then I'm doing a bunch of media appearances throughout the day all about the recall. Uh, the second story we're gonna cover is just, I hate to even bother talking about her because she's just such an abject, awful human being, but there was this Met Gala yesterday at the Metropolitan Museum in New York City and uh, AOC showed up in a, uh, in a dress, we'll show you the video and some stills in a few minutes, but uh, she's just terrible. And I just wanted to show you that once again, AOC is just terrible. Then we're gonna do some COVID stuff. Uh, but obviously today is mostly about the recall. Uh, by the way, I do wanna mention real quick and then we'll get going here, that yesterday was our channel's biggest day ever on YouTube, believe it or not, despite whatever tricks they're doing with algorithms and everything else, yesterday, like by a long shot in terms of our total channel views and uh, I believe subscriptions and just a whole bunch of other metrics that we track, it was our biggest day ever. So thank you guys for your support. Like people are listening one way or another, right? Doesn't mean you get wins every day. And I do have hope, I really do. But like people are listening and, and you know, it takes time to build something that's real and something that's good 
and you're building it with me. All right, before we get to everything today, I want to talk to you guys about Marley Spoon. You know, now that I'm back on the grid, it's time to get back to normal, and that means back to being busy. I'm looking forward to simplifying my kitchen routine with Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon, America's best-tasting meal kit. Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon deliver quick and convenient meals designed by chefs to be ready in about 30 minutes. The subscription is always flexible, so you can skip or pause whenever you want, and orders can be customized every week to suit tastes and special diets. I was scrolling through their online menu earlier today, and the coffee rubbed steak and lemon rosemary chicken meals caught my eye. And those are just some of the options for this week. So if you're like me and tired of rush meals and boring dinners, let Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon change that. Go to MarleySpoon.com and use promo code Ruben to get a hundred bucks off your first order. That's a hundred bucks of free food just for using promo code Ruben. It's a game changer. Everything's delicious, delicious, everything's ready fast, and everybody wants to return for seconds. Check them out at MarleySpoon.com. And now back to me. Okay. Big day, Callie, big day. Like I've given this thing everything I've got. Like whatever happens, you know, I, I feel good because you have to fight for things that you believe in. And, and I really do think it could happen. I know that's nuts, but I, I believe, I believe it could happen despite the evil machine that we're gonna talk about in just a sec. Well, first off, if you don't think it could happen, well then why would they be having Barack Obama do an ad where he refused to say Larry Elder's name even though he was talking about Larry Elder? Why did they send Kamala Harris to California? Why did they send Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar? And as Larry Elder has pointed out, nobody can say anything good about Gavin. No one ever says anything good about Gavin because there's nothing that they can say is good. Oh, the economy's great here. Oh, the homeless situation's great here. Oh, the drug use. Oh, the house prices. Like, it's all terrible. So they never say anything good about Gavin. They give these strange, vague platitudes about Gavin Newsom, why you have to keep him in office. So this is Biden yesterday in California. What we're not gonna show you, uh, just because we had a jam-packed show day, is that Biden showed up, and you know, Biden never gets crowds to show up at his events, uh, but he actually did this time. Of course, it was a crowd of people uh, yelling F Biden and go home Biden and we don't like you Biden, but it was good that anyone showed up for Joe, that was nice. Uh, but here's a little bit of Joe's passionate speech about why you should vote for Gavin Newsom. All of you know that last year I got to run against the real Donald Trump. Well, this year, this year, the leading Republican running for governor is a, uh, the closest thing to a Trump clone that I've ever seen in your state. No, I really mean it. And uh, he's leading the other team. He's the clone of Donald Trump. Can you imagine him being governor of this state? You can't let that happen. Yes, you can if you want to live in a free state and make decisions for yourself and not listen to these authoritarian nutbags who lie about everything. And I suppose Joe Biden either has dementia or is racist because as he's calling Larry Elder a Trump clone, he refuses to even say his name like he's Voldemort. So he's very, very scared and that's why they had to get Joe to come out and get on a plane and have to go out and speak, which he doesn't like to do because he's usually napping, okay? God, he's such a freaking creep. Uh, so that was Joe Biden's speech yesterday. And the fact that he refuses to even say Larry Elder's name, 
Does that feel a little racist to you? Maybe, right? Like we don't like to play the identity politics game. We don't like to call everybody racist. But think about what's happening in America right now. Basically all of America, except the progressives, want there to be a black governor of California. And not because he's black, he just happens to be black. He's got good ideas. But the progressives are the one who refuse to say the name of the man that they lie and slander and completely attack in uh, endlessly dishonest manner. They're kinda the racist. Uh, well, right before we started the show, Gavin Newsom tweeted out this incredible video. They got jo Joe Biden to put up a video on Twitter, and it's incredible. I mean, this is, when you talk about high energy, like get out there and vote stuff, this is the video that Gavin Newsom just tweeted of old Joe. Vote no on the recall election today to keep California moving forward. As I said, they can't say anything good about Gavin Newsom. All they can say are vaguely bad, dishonest things about Larry Elder without saying his name. Joe, of course, was reading off a teleprompter there. Take a look at his eyes, let's look again. Vote no on the recall election today to keep California moving forward. Let's do it again. Vote no on the recall election today to keep California moving forward. God, these people are horrible. They're just like horrible people that, that want to control you forever. Keep California moving forward. That's all they can say, we're moving forward. You know what the thing about moving forward is? Sometimes you're moving forward and there might be a ditch or there might be a cliff. And if you move forward with your only regard to moving forward, you're going to fall into that ditch or you're going to go over that cliff. And that's exactly what the progressives are trying to do with America. We're going forward, it's progress. Except you don't want progress just for the sake of progress. You don't go forward just for the sake of going forward. I want somebody that's driving the car that's like, oh, you know, up there we got a problem. Let's turn the car a little. Let's maybe you turn it, think about a different way. Of, oh, it turns out there's a bridge over there. Let's go over that bridge. That's what Larry Elder, that's what sensible, mature people who should be governing us want to do. But we're gonna move forward. We're gonna go forward no matter what. We're gonna progress no matter what. And it is the slow, descent to hell that will actually rapidly escalate that these people are trying to get us to. We're gonna go forward, it's kinda of going slow for a while, then it's gonna speed up, then we go down the ditch and we end up in their socialist nightmare. But I just think like that low, maybe we have to show it again, I mean that, that low energy, he's reading off a teleprompter for four seconds and that's what Gavin Newsom tweeted as if it's like any sort of endorsement that will get anyone excited. One more time! Vote no on the recall election today to keep California moving forward. Absolutely pathetic. But if you don't think that Joe Biden, you know, not saying Larry Elder's name and then reading off a teleprompter for a four second video is bad enough. And if you don't think that Barack Obama, who also wouldn't say Larry Elder's name, the ad that he put up on, uh, on YouTube was bad enough and the lies that Kamala Harris said about Larry Elder. If you don't think any of this stuff is bad enough, if you wanna understand how the true machine operates, and I'm probably gonna get shot after this show, but we're going all in today, you know? If you wanna understand how the machine, how big tech, is manipulating truth and how it is affecting elections. Well, I did a crazy thing today. And again, I'm not a journalist, I'm just a man with a computer. And I Googled Larry Elder. And let's put the video up here. I Googled Larry Elder, I clicked news, and I want you to look at those headlines. You can look at them for yourself, I don't have to read them to you. Every single one, I think except for the, uh, the insider one right there, is negative. Larry Elder's conceding, Larry Elder's calling for cheating, nothing about Larry Elder's ideas, nothing about the strong support, the incredible rallies, none of that, really extraordinary stuff. Every single one of those stories is negative about Larry Elder. And by the way, it's not just that that started today. 
on election day. We know this has been going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. The Los Angeles Times, which as far as I know is a white supremacist newspaper now, uh, completely has lied about Larry Elder all the way, including calling him the black face of white supremacy. And when they had the incident at Venice where a woman in a gorilla costume threw an egg at him, they put up a picture which implied that he attacked somebody. He was actually touching her face. She's a Larry Elder supporter and he was hugging her. If you actually watch the video, these are horrible, horrible people and that's what they do. But the worst one of those, the absolute worst one of those was the Daily Beast. Look at that headline from the Daily Beast. Larry Elder preemptively concedes defeat, launches voter fraud site. Okay, that is 100% lie. Larry Elder has not conceded, but this is what they do. Now, are there websites uh, that are tracking whether there's voter fraud? Yes. Do they have anything to do with the Larry Elder campaign? I swear to you, I swear to you, I do not know. Actually, Tim Poole just messaged me right before asking me if I knew. I honestly do, do not know, okay? Um, but I would have no problem with a candidate that wants to shore up an election in a deeply corrupt state being like, oh yeah, could we have a website where you could maybe send some information? By the way, yesterday on the show, I asked you guys to send in things if you, if you had any evidence of voter fraud or anything, and people have been, and we've been compiling them and sending it over to some of the lawyers that I know are looking into this stuff. That's not saying that there's widespread fraud or any of those things, but we're allowed in a, in a free society, as long as we remain free, not much longer, we're allowed to discuss these things, we're allowed to have websites. But the Daily Beast put up a headline, pull it up one more time for me, that says, Larry Elder preemptively concedes defeat. Well, that now is all over Twitter. That is all over Twitter right now. And that seems to me like it might be election engineering, election interference. And I thought Jack from Twitter, right? Jack Dorsey, remember when you suppressed the Hunter Biden story because you thought that might affect the election? Well, on election day here in California, you're letting that story run wild. I tweeted at Jack, he has not responded to me. He did agree to do the show many times over the years and then just would never give us a date. Uh, but Jack, if you're watching the show, I know you're a good, decent, nonpartisan American and you just wanna use Twitter as an open space for people to get information out there and you surely wouldn't be manipulating elections in any way. So I would, I would hope that you would look into that sort of election misinformation because I remember, and I know that most people's memories have been obliterated by endlessly scrolling on the TV, but I remember on the, on the phone there, but I remember a time at a presidential election that wasn't too long ago, uh, when misinformation related to the election would get you, uh, you'd get a warning or a suspension or a banning. Well, now the Daily Beast, which purports to be a place of journalism, journalism, uh, is saying that the uh, main leading candidate in the recall race has uh, gotten out of the race. Think that's a problem? Think that's a problem? All right, you guys get it. Listen, last thing I'll say on the election before the end of the show is if you have not voted and you live in California, please vote and please vote in person. And no matter what happens, like fighting for what you believe in, it's, it's, the most, it's just the most important thing you can do. I really believe that. Like, you know, since I've been back from the grid, I've given this thing everything I got and I was fighting for Larry before and I, I told you I did an event with Larry when I was off the grid. Also, um, I, I feel great right now. Like, I really do. Like, I feel proud of what I have done here. And if at the end of the day, if Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom beat Larry Elder, me, Scott Bayo and uh, John Voigt, it's like, all right, we tried. And whether it's legit or not, we tried. And all, all you can do in a, a free society, a free society gives you the chance to try and fight for what you believe in. I really do think it could happen, I, I really do. And whether it happens or not, you know, ex getting people excited again, getting people to realize that there are better, 
better ways than this, this as I keep calling it, this, this slow but will be a rapidly escalating descent to hell that the progressives are taking us on and we know it. We all know it. We all know this is going in the wrong direction. And, and when old Joe gets up there and refuses to say Larry's name and says that, well, no, we just have to move forward and we just have to have progress, they're not saying anything. All they're saying is just give us more power. They're, ne they're never saying, oh, it's good, it's good, and we can maybe make it better. They're saying, just give us more power and behave and stay in your basements and keep your masks on and get injections every two weeks. These things are all connected. They're all connected. And that's a perfect segue to our second story, speaking of vapid lefties who don't believe anything they say and are just usurping your attention for power. Let's talk about AOC. Uh, so the big Met Gala was yesterday, and I'm told, uh, guys, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, um, Michael, if I, may be, I may be mistaken, but are we in the middle of a pandemic, worldwide pandemic, very serious stuff? Connor, have you heard about this thing? People wearing masks everywhere. All right, so my guys have heard about it. Supposedly there's this crazy pandemic happening where everyone's in masks, nightmare, death everywhere. Yet, for some reason, the progressives managed to all show up to the Met Gala yesterday dressed mostly as clowns, actually. We'll show you some, uh, well, let's just, we have an image or a, or a video of AOC. What do we got? Let's throw something My up right now. My God, video of AOC. the rich. Ah. What a model, AOC. What up? I didn't know you model as well. Wow. Damn. Oh, my God, AOC, tax the rich. What a model. Oh, my God. God, these people are awful. So just to be clear, this is a $30,000 per ticket event, okay? We're in the middle of a pandemic. You'd think that maybe these people wouldn't be flaunting their elitism. Uh, AOC, of course, she is the worst type of elitist because she already is an elitist, right? She's never done anything other than become a congresswoman. Uh, to me, you don't get a lot of credit for that, especially the way she did it by, by sort of just using America against itself. She rails against capitalism and freedom and everything that is good. But she has no problem partying with these people. And yes, I get it, but she's, but Dave, she's, she's telling them, tax the rich, she's saying fight the power. Uh, no, she's doing this to just troll everybody. Like if you think Trump was a troll, AOC is, AOC is a vile, vile troll because she's trying to destroy the very system that has allowed her to become relevant as disgusting, maybe capitalism isn't great. Someone like AOC could become relevant. Uh, AOC did not pay for her ticket, by the way. Uh, masks were only required inside, but as you can see in some of the videos, uh, masks were not required inside even for the, or masks were not required inside for the attendees like AOC and the other elitists, but all the staff that was serving them had to wear masks. And I mentioned this, when I was away uh, in Mexico during the break that I was at a resort where the guests did not have to wear masks and all the staff did, and it really was making me think, we're gonna end up in a class war too. I mean, there's so many things wrong right now, but this mask thing's gonna become a class thing, that the people working to serve the elite will be put in masks. At the resort I was at, I told every single person that brought me a drink or, or served this dinner, I said, you don't have to wear the mask for me, and I would ask people to just smile occasionally, and nobody wanted to take their masks down, they wanna keep their jobs. But this is what someone like her is. She will hobnob around multi-multi-millionaires and billionaires. And by the way, I don't think they're inherently bad because they have money. They're probably pretty decent people who in many cases are very philanthropic and pay most of the taxes. We'll get, back, we'll get to that in a sec. But she does that while trying to destroy the very thing that allows these pathetic reporters to slobber all over her as she's saying tax the rich. But 
I thought we'd do a little, uh, a little research on this. Tax the rich. So do we, not, do we not tax the rich in the United States? I mean, is it true that the rich aren't paying taxes and everyone else is? Well, we've got an image from something called the IRS. This is the Internal Revenue Service. I think these people know something about taxes from what I understand. And I want you to really look at this image and perhaps you'll screenshot this and send this to other people because AOC says that we, that, you know, this is what they always say. This is what Bernie says. This is what Dementia Joe says. This is what they're always saying that the, the rich have to pay their fair share. The rich have to pay more, et cetera, et cetera. I want you to look at that top right area. So if you look at top five, to 10%, top two to 5%, top 1%. We got 11%, 16, 21. Uh, they're paying basically 50% of the taxes. So if you're making over $152,000, which is a significant amount of people, they're paying about 50% of the taxes. Is that not their fair share? Is that not their fair share? The top 1%, those are people making over $540,000, like you're doing real well, that's great. You're probably doing something worthwhile. Uh, they're paying 21%, so the top 1% pay 21%. If you're making over 152,000, you are basically paying 50% of the taxes. And I'll let you guys analyze this for yourselves, but do you really think they're not paying their fair share? Do you think that we're not taxing the rich? And do you think that perhaps if we tax the rich more just so that people like AOC will have more money for her ridiculous government programs that just waste and accomplish nothing and create a bigger and bigger state that does nothing other than suck off all of us and not suck off in the good way. Uh, do you think, <laughs> do you think, do you think uh, that she's just using this as more power that she can give to herself to wear her ridiculous dress and throw it all in our face? Like it's just, so obvious, I don't like AOC. Have I made myself clear on that? I don't like, yeah, that was clear, okay. All right, let's talk about this COVID situation because uh, you know, AOC, sure, she's hanging out with the, uh, with the elite, you know, $30,000 $30, tickets, but we are told that there is this pandemic and uh, there's now a fight which has broken out between Joy Reid and Nicki Minaj. Now, Joy Reid, I don't watch MSNBC, but I have referenced her every now and again because out of all the ridiculous clowns that are on mainstream media and on these cable news channels, I would say Joy Reid is probably at the top. You can get video and still images and text of Joy Reid saying one thing one day, the next thing the next day, and it's not because she's evolved, it's because she's a ridiculous partisan clown. So first we've got video from her show yesterday going after Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, if you don't know, she's a singer. Not really my thing, you know, I like Frank Sinatra, but you know, she's a popular singer amongst the kids. And Joy Reid's going after Nicki Minaj. So we're gonna show you the video and then I'll explain why she's doing it. Here's Joy Reid. And people like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this, you have a platform, sister, that is 22 million followers, okay? I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. You got that platform, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you, and they listen to you more than they listen to me. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from, oh my God, as a fan, as a hip hop fan, as somebody who was your fan, I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister, oh my God. 
Joy Reid, sister, I got something to tell you as Dave Rubin right over here because you got a platform. You got two million followers on Twitter. These are not the brightest people on the planet. And you've got a show on MSNBC, not a great network, but you've got influence, girl. So what are you, why are you saying that? Why is she saying that to uh, Nicki Minaj? Well, you may remember this tweet. I've shown it to you guys about 10 times. Let's pull up the tweet uh, because Nicki Minaj commented on this tweet. This is Joy Reid's uh, opus, right? This is her most famous tweet. This is Joy Reid when Donald Trump was president. I mean, will anyone, anyone at all, ever fully, I guess she's saying fully trust the CDC again? And who on God's earth would trust a vaccine approved by the FDA? How do we get a vaccine distributed after this broken Trumpist nonsense has infected everything, even if Biden wins? My God, my God. Has Joy Reid seen what Joy Reid tweeted? Joy Reid's got a platform. Joy Reid better freaking, you know, go after Joy Reid because this is crazy. So then Mickey Minaj uh, retweeted that tweet and she said this, a lying homophobic, I'll just skip that word, I guess I can join in on the reindeer games too, right? People can go on TV and lie on me. I can report on them too, right? Doesn't have to be truths, it can be half truths. Uncle Tamanya asks who on earth would trust the US FDA guys at Joy Ann Reed. And then she retweeted that tweet I just showed you there. This was all sparked if you, you know, I don't like to do these little Twitter battles. Like that's not really what I'm trying to make as the main issue here. This was all sparked by basically Nicki Minaj had sent out a tweet saying that one of her friends, I think in Trinidad, uh, took the vaccine and something happened to his testicles. And she basically, literally, I think his testicles got bigger. They got bigger or smaller? It was bigger, big, thank you. <laughs> we have a series of hand motions during the show so the guys don't have to talk, but I just got the bigger testicles signal, thank you. Uh, so apparently, this is what Nicki Minaj is saying. One of her friends got big testicles after, the, uh, after getting the vaccine there. And, uh, and then basically she was just saying, just don't be bullied into getting the vaccine. That's what Nicki Minaj said. So anyway, I illustrate this fight, not because I want to talk about Joy Ann Reed or I even care about Nicki Minaj, really. Um, do, I, do I know any Nicki Minaj songs? Like, what's her big song? She's got, a, she's got a couple big ones. That's what they're telling me. Big as the testicles or what? All right. The point is, guys, um, I don't like Joy Reed. I don't like AOC. I don't like Joy Reed. I don't like Gavin Newsom. Maybe tomorrow I'm just gonna do a show where I'll just list the people I don't like. That would be a good show. Oh, but there is a guy that I do like, speaking of COVID. This is this guy, Ron DeSantis, down in Florida. He is the governor of Florida. I think it's very possible that he will be the next president of the United States, which would be pretty spectacular. He has done everything he has been able to do in the last year and a half to keep his state open, allow people to make decisions for themselves. And you know, as we've talked about many times, he has the second oldest population in the United States in Florida, and yet their death rates in many cases have been lower than states that are much younger. Uh, they have good weather there, so he wanted to keep things open. He's just done a great job, and he's fighting the machine to the best of his ability. Well, check out this video that uh, from yesterday, uh, where he makes a really interesting point about vaccine mandates and whether or not people have had COVID before. These mandates, this is not about science. Uh, because if it was about science, you would recognize the infection-conferred immunity that people like Jonathan has. Israel did a study. They said it was much, much more protective than the Pfizer uh, vaccine was. Cleveland Clinic did a study, same thing. Every single credible study always shows that it provides good protection. And so that's just the reality. So I don't support mandates at all, but if you're doing mandate based off this, if you're really following science, you would acknowledge 
this natural immunity, and instead they ignore it and force somebody who already has protection to take a, to take a medical treatment they may not like. And so uh, it's, it's really about using government power, control to mandate uh, much more than it is about the underlying medical issues uh, that are involved. And I think that is the perfect example of why. If you do not acknowledge that, you are not following science. Truth. Isn't truth refreshing? Isn't truth easy? Doesn't truth make you want to sit up and put your shoulders back and fight for the right things? Everything he said there was true. Infection conferred immunity. We all know this. Everyone knows this. Ask, ask your doctor. Don't trust me. Ask your doctor. When people get COVID, they then have immunity to COVID. Some people get a great immunity to COVID, some people less. Some people, it, it sort of runs out quickly. There's all sorts of versions of that. But as uh, DeSantis is pointing out, the idea that everyone should have to get this shot regardless of whether they have immunity or not. And he references this Israeli study where they're realizing that yes, if you've had COVID, you probably have more antibodies. And we also now know it is just true, don't ban me from YouTube, that the vaccines are not working as promised. When the vaccines were coming out, Joe Biden, if you get the vaccine, you're good to go. Well, now they're, they want, they're talking lockdowns again. They've got everybody in masks. By the way, they don't do the masks themselves. And we showed you the video yesterday, ridiculous video of Biden wearing the mask while he's walking, but then when he goes up and talks to people, he takes the mask down, literally touches people, and then touches his mouth. I mean, the whole thing's just an extraordinary farce. Um, but what DeSantis just said there was true. So what do we do with that? What do we do with an ever encroaching federal government that wants to be part of all of our lives? And in this case, I've got that ever encroaching federal government coming to my state to ensure that this ridiculous buffoon Gavin Newsom stays as governor. It's like, that is our challenge, man. And I don't know, I don't know exactly what we do with that, but I know we keep fighting. I know that's at least part of it. That's what I intend to do. Uh, all right, guys, uh, please, if you have not, what are you doing? Vote yes to recall evil Disney cartoon Gavin Newsom and then select Larry Elder. If you do it here in Los Angeles, don't forget on your electronic voting machine, you have to tap more eight times to get to Larry Elder's name, eight times. Yes, that's right. If you don't believe me, check out the video that we did uh, right after I voted a couple days ago. Uh, also, my full uh, interview with Rose McGowan is up right now. She drops, is it, no, it's part one, sorry. Oh, sorry, part two is up right now. Uh, the full episode's up, of course, at rubenreport.locals.com. Oh, and by the way, we just started doing this over the last couple of days. We're now doing live chat on Locals via the app or via the desktop, rubenreport.locals.com. So you guys can actually chat during the show. You can have a second screen and you can chat during the show and it gets rid of all the bots and the trolls and the haters and all of that stuff. And this is just one of a series of things that we're gonna be doing that are going to escalate and, uh, and broaden what we're doing with Locals related to this show and, and a whole bunch more on the way. So you can join us at rubenreport.locals.com. All right, it's a big day. I've got, I've got a whole bunch of media hits um, and I feel good, I really feel good. I really believe there's a chance. I really believe that the most important thing you can do on this planet is fight for what you believe in. I believe that Larry Elder is the right guy to do this. I believe that this system is screwy. I believe that the machine is against us, but th this is what humans do. Like this is the story of what humans do. And by the way, I don't think that our salvation comes through politics, but sometimes you gotta use politics uh, to get a little of your personal salvation so that you can live the way you want to. So I hope 
that you've heard some of this and you've incorporated some of this into your life. And I hope if you're in California, you vote. And I hope if you're not in California, you, you see what a disaster this place has become and, and you fight to make sure that wherever you live doesn't become such a disaster. Uh, I will be back tomorrow and uh, we shall see. It's either, it's gonna be a, quite a day. I mean, if I have a bottle of tequila, on the, uh, on the set here, you'll know why, uh, but I have hope, I really do. So electelder.com, thanks for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.